Uh, all right, we should get into it. Um, have you guys seen this LeBron or Bronny James drama? Uh, I saw the headline. Yeah, so Bronny has fallen out of the all of the mock drafts. And he was supposed to be drafted this year, no matter what. It seemed like he was going to come out of school. But now it seems like he's not even going to get drafted. And LeBron is coming out and being like, let him be a boy, which really has nothing <laughs> to do with... Uh, with like people making mock drafts but every but he's really worked up about it and a lot of this is on lebron who has said earlier this year Bronny's better than a bunch of these bums in the nba like it's right. really mm. it, it's really tough to be that guy's dad which is why i think Bronny should make a huge pivot he's at usc he should transfer to the film school and then make a doc about like his dad's kind of emotional abuse becoming an athlete. Well, he did. It's a, it's already out. It's called Space Jam Two: A New Legacy. <laughs> I was I was saying I don't know where you go from here because like he's never it's never going to be okay for him mentally. He it, it's always going to be difficult. Even when he plays for an NBA team, the thought is going to be I'm here because of my dad. Just walk away. Do something else. But it does. Do you think that he'll? I feel like it would be. He wouldn't even get that far. Because you or do you think that they, some team would pick him just to have like the sideshow kind of thing of like like a terrible team is like going to draft him because they're like look like he's a draw on his own kind of thing. Yeah, I think like if you're Charlotte and nobody's going to your games and your team sucks and you can get LeBron and Bronny. I think you you do it, even though LeBron's going to be 41 years old. Oh, okay, right, because that's still the thing, is he's essentially like setting up his options to go wherever his son goes to. Exactly. You're drafting both of them, but you're drafting yeah. a 41-year-old LeBron James. <laughs> I kind of like it that, you know how in uh, Milwaukee, like, Thanasis Antetokounmpo is on the team, but he, like, <laughs> never sees any minutes, and, like, clearly just Giannis's yeah. family is so important to him that Thanasis is on the team. Um, I just feel like fuck it. It should be that Bronny should be on LeBron's team, and like, it, it'll get more eyeballs on and be like, oh, there's Bronny on the bench. <laughs> yeah, but like, what does that do for him? Like, he's never out of his dad's shadow, ever. And then yeah, the second LeBron retires, Bronny's gonna have to retire with him. They're gonna be at the same press conference. <laughs> <laughs> they're one of the yeah. I don't know how many father-son duos have played on the same team, but they're the first father-son duo to retire at the same time. <laughs> it's it's like like at the end of the night, you're at a party, and like your close friends there, and like their friend is there who you're not close with, and your friend leaves, and you're like, well. <laughs> Slapping the knees, being like, that should be about <laughs> it, right? <laughs> Waiting for Bronny to leave, too. Uh, what year is Bronny? He's a freshman. Okay. So is it definite that he's going to enter into the draft, or he's just going to kind of do it because everybody thinks that he's going to? Yeah, I think that was the plan, but it, I don't know now. I don't know what's going to happen. I think there's a dark... Because I've seen clips of the, his younger brother, who almost, who seems like... I guess I have no idea, but it would be crazy if his younger brother, like, ends up being better than him, too, and he's just sort of, like, the older brother skipped over kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a much, much better prospect, so it will That's, be truly yeah. miserable for him. Because the, <laughs> the younger brother is, like, like LeBron's size. Yes, and he's Bronny's much taller. And yeah. yeah. Right. It is crazy, too, to think about just, like, how once-in-a-generation talent works, like... 
You know what I mean? Like for LeBron's kids to be like, oh, there's these are still very good athletes, but it's like the way we talked about before in like the Akron uh, high school game that LeBron was on ESPN. The way people were talking about him is like, this is a whole different ball game. Yeah, it's funny too. Like being, you know, a sort of a nepo baby in a field where like your skill set matters in not matters more but kind of like you can't make it unless you're good where it's like yes. in entertainment like you can kind of be stashed somewhere and like you can make stuff that's fine because a lot of stuff is just fine and like you could be totally okay but in sports yeah, right. it's like yeah you're just gonna fizzle out because everyone is gonna be there like attacking you <laughs> and they're not gonna be like hey can your dad help me too they're gonna be like fuck you bitch like you shouldn't even be here yeah, actors don't have stats. That's yes. the big difference. Right. Is it's totally yeah. subjective and at the end of the day Brownie averages five points and can't dribble and he's only six four. We can yeah. all see it. <laughs> Dakota Johnson goes down to a two star recruit after Madam <laughs> comes out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think um I think it's also one of the most fun things to happen in sports in years that we have to like w- that we even get to watch this is incredible oh yeah it's crazy that it's, it's so awkward yeah and it's going to be crazy when it actually happens because it's one of the things that's been talked about for so long of like lebron's playing until his son can be on the same team it's like all right, all right yeah yeah and now he's still like at a very high level and it's going to be happening it's very bizarre it is like the sweetest thing a dad could do for his son in the history of life like, Michael Jordan wasn't like, yeah, I'm going to go play with Jeffrey if you draft him. Yeah. I don't think he ever even spoke to him. No, he's like, no, you could be anything... a marketer for my shoes. Yes, yes. You can clean my toilet. <laughs> you can marry Scottie Pippen's wife eventually to yes. get back at him. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Wait, so I heard um, Scottie Pippen's, like, I heard going to start some sort of, like, I don't know if it's a docu-series tour or, like, some press tour to be, like, fuck the last dance, clearly so heated that Michael Jordan's son is now hooking up with his ex-wife. Yeah, I think he's doing it with two other Bulls players from that team. I think they are going on, like, almost like a Kings of Comedy tour. (laughs) It's just, like, to different student places just being, like, fuck these guys. So it's live shows of them just being like, God fucking damn it. That was my impression, but only maybe because I saw them, like, it was like the picture was like them three sitting in chairs, but it made me think it was like a speaking tour. They were going to like hit these different areas. I would love to go see that show. Oh, yeah. If that comes through LA, we're going and we're potting through it. <laughs> we're getting, yeah, every few minutes, we're going to the bathroom to provide updates. <laughs> Well, guys, the report cards are in. Did you guys take a look at these, the uh, NFL Players Association team report cards? Yeah. I did. This is like a very fun thing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So I, they do this every year, and it's essentially like, and it's really like, it must be so cathartic to be able to do this at your job, because I feel like they kind of have these things at jobs, but you can never, I don't know, it's always, it always feels like you can't really say anything, and they would like it would come back to you and they definitely don't make the results like public like it would probably be so satisfying to essentially what they do is they have a report card and they judge the teams let me pull just a random one up here the players rank the teams on the treat these are the categories treatment of families food slash cafeteria nutritionist slash dietitian locker room training room training staff weight room strength coaches team travel head coach and ownership the grade a through f 
uh, it must feel so good to be like, yeah, our training staff fucking sucks. Like, the whole world is not going to know that. Uh, and we, we off-podcast talked about Washington, but yes. the Bengals are coming in at F-minuses across the board. Yeah. In every category? In every category, they're an F-minus. Yeah, so I think they were the lowest. One other thing... And so it kind of provides little, like, blurbs. One that I found that I thought was great was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers overview. The players described the locker room as unclean and smelly. They even cited bugs consistently in the showers. And they described the team sauna as dirty, small, and broken down. That, yeah, that's, that's just on the owner, right? Doesn't care. It's crazy that owners can be, like, even at this level, billionaires still try to be slumlords when they can. Yeah. It is so funny, too, because the Chiefs got a really low grade also. So, because a lot of it, really? it did seem like it corresponded that good, like, playoff teams had higher grades. Like, uh, Miami had one of the highest grades. Bills have a B. Ravens have a B. Uh, but then, yeah, the Chiefs are fucking so low. And it is funny where it's just like, yeah, if a just rich owner can just not give a fuck at all about their... I'd be such a good owner. I'd be like, guys, the sauna is immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> the bugs have their own sauna. That is the bug sauna. <laughs> the bugs, they have a little break room, like the men in black bugs smoking <laughs> cigarettes and stuff. Uh, the report card to me was like, I never thought that any difference would be had in the travel. Like, I thought every team would yeah. probably be, like, getting to the stadium in the same way. Like, a, either a big bus, a big plane, I don't know. But I'm like, the fact that some teams are like, God damn it! We go when we go on the road. Like I hate this. Yeah, it's so crazy. The Bucks one. Younger players must have roommates on work travel unless they pay the team more than seventeen hundred and fifty dollars for their own room each season. Because when I first read it, I was like, oh, maybe it's the thing like the rookies have to have like a buddy, you know, kind of thing. But it's just like they're just cheap, and they just if you pay for it, you'll be totally fine. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy because you don't hear about the Bucks as like a poorly run organization at that level very much. Right. Like you hear that about Cincinnati and stuff, but the Bucks had no, I had no clue. There's also a, a category for coach, which doesn't feel like it fits into this at all. <laughs> like this yeah. is just like also, and this is how this one guy does. Yeah. Like if we're going to do that, there should be one for kicker. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so funny. Yeah, everybody just fucking destroying the kicker. <laughs> It's just such a funny breakdown. And yeah, there's so many teams, or a handful of teams, don't have any, like, room for the other, for the families, like, players. It's just stuff that seems so basic, but it does, I guess you do think that just the sports teams in the leagues have everything, like, lined up in such a way, where it's just like, this is standard, just makes sense, this is what you do. But you just forget that they're really just, like, a bunch of independent businesses that are just right. totally run in different ways. It's crazy that the Ravens uh, nutritionist got a B minus because <laughs> we know that they're just serving yeah. those people Uncrustables the as whole covered, season. As covered on this show. <laughs> the Bengals have an F minus. They've got to be serving those people Costco hot dogs the whole time. Dude, I, we recently went to Costco and got the chicken Caesar salad and it was so fucking heinous it like really disturbed me uh, like I was it was like I needed to take a break from Costco so maybe they are serving a lot of Costco wait pizza. what it was just like the leaves are brown this the, is the leaves are brown and the chicken they called it rotisserie chicken and it looked like someone had like put their fist into the breast of rotisserie chicken just like grabbed out meat and like balled it up and like smushed it on the lettuce <laughs> and then they smacked the plastic container on top of it 
It was so, so when you say fucking nasty. When you say balled it up, is the chicken like all kind of condensed to like a single spot yes, on it's there? Yes, it's like a yeah. mass so you can like distribute it and then put the <laughs> sauce on and like Ew. make it as you like. But it was so fucking gross. Because rotisserie chicken sounds like nice on a salad. Yeah, it did. But, it, but there's something it, about separating the chicken and then putting it back together that's really gross. I feel like with the rotisserie chickens, your return on investment plummets as soon as you put it away the first time. Yeah. Like, the chicken is really good when you first get it and first eat some of it, but then after that, it's like, it doesn't heat up quite right, and it's just like, it's just not nearly as good. Yeah, you gotta eat as much as you can, then you put the rest in your fridge for two weeks until it reeks like shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then eventually then you, put you throw that it on out. a fucking salad, and then you eat that shit. Did I tell you guys about, a, what was the fucking documentary? It was the documentary about the made-up school that played on that televised ESPN game. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The coach of that had a scam because he was just all about scams, and one of them involved, like, to feed the team. He, they would always go to hotels and just never pay the fucking bill, but, like... They would contact a grocery store and, like, order, like, all these rotisserie chickens and um, then not pay for them. But then all the rotisserie chickens would just be out there. So, like, I guess somebody's got to take them. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy, kid I know whose brother would be, like, this was back in the day when people were doing a lot of, like, land parties. He'd be like, we're having a big land party. And he'd reach out to, like, Monster or something. Like, do you want to sponsor it? And they'd send him, like, a shitload of Monster energy drink. But it was just for him to have and, like, have a little stuff. That rocks. Yeah. There was what no, it, like, they weren't checking his followers? Of... I think this was <laughs> yeah. before that. This was, like, Facebook only, where it was just, like, yeah. Now you can't that. was a, that. a time times. when the br the branding teams were just, like, we don't have a strategy. If you're hitting us up, like, oh, yeah, might as well. <laughs> yeah. Talk about the top five highest paid mascots, because... Trevor, you brought this to us, and the numbers were shocking. Yeah, truly, <laughs> almost disturbing. Rocky the Mountain Lion, who is the mascot for the Denver Nuggets, uh, who became the mascot in 1990, makes $625,000 a year to be the Holy mascot. Fuck. That's more than lawyers, doctors, <laughs> the president. <laughs> <laughs> but the president doesn't climb up a ladder and then fucking slam dunk off of it. No, we did watch this man kind of risk his life in a couple of clips, and they do have the very famous legendary clip of him coming down from the rafters. He's suspended, and he passes out, and then his limp body just crumbles onto the ground. So clearly it's a so dangerous job. horrific to watch. That was so crazy, especially knowing the clip is titled, like... Nuggets mascot unconscious, and then just like seeing get lowered so slowly, just be like, "What's gonna happen when he gets to the ground?" And he just like crumples onto the ground, and they just like cut away to a guy singing because it's like during halftime. So crazy. Yeah, it, there was seemingly nothing for him to do once he got on the ground. Like if he was just landing there, I mean, he could have started there. There was no reason for him to come up high unless they were trying to kill him. Do you think that was, like, part of the show? Like, it, it, it was, like, some sort of, like, EMT appreciation thing, and then he was to be, like, <laughs> like, an accident's happened. He's lowered down, and then they resuscitate him, and then he does a slam dunk off the ladder. It's EMT night. <laughs> Get a free fucking EKG. <laughs> yeah, sign up for CPR here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I read, a, did you read this about the guy who is, who was the mascot? No. 
His name was Ken Solomon. He started in 1990. He went, he was the mascot until 2021. So it was one guy for 22 seasons. Yeah, Holy shit. And the job was taken over by his son. Wow. Cool. Drake Solomon. Yeah. So that kid was just waiting in the wings for that $625,000 salary. Dude, another fucking Nepo baby just falling into a beautiful gig. Because it's crazy, too. Because, like, how long is the NBA season? Six months? Like, he's yeah. fucking... That's insane. $625,000 for a half year. Not even he's a making half 25k year. a week. Yeah. Is is the guy who had the job previously, the father, did he institute this character as this fucking daredevil? Like, is that why he's getting paid so much? Because he's doing all this crazy shit? Yeah, but I feel maybe, but I feel like other mascots do crazy stuff. Like that gorilla from Phoenix is like a real athlete who does crazy That's stuff. That's true. That is true. How pissed do you think Hugo the Hornet is seeing these numbers? And he's sitting, <laughs> he's sitting at a hundred k, maybe maybe eighty after taxes. And Rocky the mountain lion is fucking like in a palace in Denver. Dude, Hugo the Hornet printing it out, going into his boss's office the next day, like. Fully in his mascot Bully. suit, being like, I just think, um, based off of the market rate. <laughs> he doesn't even speak. He just waves his arms and points yeah. to it like a mascot. <laughs> so undervalued. Yeah, it's crazy, too. I just didn't know. I guess I had seen the Denver Nuggets guy, but also, like, I feel like there's a college mascot that looks exactly like that mountain lion. Benny the Bull from this list of the top five is the only... Uh, one that I recognized. Who are the other ones on the top five? Harry the Hawk from the Atlanta Hawks, Benny the Bull, Chicago Bulls, Go the Gorilla from Phoenix Suns, yeah. and Hugo the Hornet. Which is also crazy, too, because if those are the top five, there are 25 or 27 other mascots who are under that number. Just fucking pissed. You know what part of me thinks, too? Because I remember uh, our mutual friend Sam like was going out to potentially audition for one of the Philly Fanatics. Mm. And instead of being the main one at games, and this is, they're probably just talking about the one at games, but I didn't know that there's like a fleet of them. And they'll be like, one Philly Fanatic, you do like trips to the hospital kind of shit. It's so crazy. <laughs> I'm the hospital fanatic. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, um, I wonder if that's something Bronny can do once he goes to Charlotte. <laughs> I do think with every uh, subject we touch today, we should turn around and say, is this a possible future career for Bronny James? <laughs> yeah. Can he do this? Because he's going to be very young, you know. All these guys leave, they're very young. So maybe he can be an NFL report card uh, aggregator or something to step one back. But yeah, maybe yeah, maybe he could be Hugo the Hornet if they both go to uh, Charlotte. He could turn around and become the Hornet. Dude, I, you would have to keep it a huge secret. Can you imagine the vitriol online if he became the oh, Hugo the Hornet? So, oh, but okay. So we, we have the top paid mascots. So I so this came across one of my feeds uh, where they ranked sports on their degree of difficulty. And it looks like, I think it's like 1 through, yes, 1 through 60. They rank the sports. And these are the categories that they use to rank. They have endurance, strength, power, speed, agility, flexibility, nerve, durability, hand-eye coordination, and analytic aptitude. And this is 10 years ago? At least. 
So, uh, yeah. So. And just for a frame of reference of my guesses, mm-hmm. these are like the main profitable sports, or is this like we're talking like Olympics, like a bunch of shit? It goes pretty deep. Badminton, for context, badminton is listed. Got yeah. it. Yeah. At, in dead last is fishing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you guys um, remember that story of the guy who was putting weights in his fish? Oh, my God. I do remember that. No, I don't remember that at all. He was putting l- these circular lead weights in fish and winning hundreds of thousands of dollars in contests because the winner of the is whatever fish weighs the most. Whoa. And uh, finally, he goes way too far. Like, everybody's fish is like 12 pounds, 12 pounds, <laughs> and his is like 38 pounds and looks <laughs> the same. And one guy cuts it open, and a bunch of lead balls start pouring out of the fish, and it is chaos. It's a bunch of 60-year-old southern dudes start screaming at him. He gets sued for millions of dollars. He, like, loses his right to compete. It's crazy. I do you, Did you damn. watch that video when that happened, the guy, like, cut it open? It's just, like, a handful of dudes, like, in a parking lot standing around him, like, getting so mad. And the guy's just kind of like standing there, like mortified, like staring at it. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, he he's frozen. Yeah. He's totally frozen and just staring at the fish, like what, just watching his crime, thinking, "What have I done?" Dude, that is a scam I really respect, though. If he didn't fly too close to the sun, he could have gone to his grave as like something about him. He just caught big fish. <laughs> <laughs> they looked the same as the other fish, but they were more dense. They were heavy. They, yes. they were big. We don't know how we did it. <laughs> I know. I know a dense fish when I see one. <laughs> so fucking dense. Okay, so Mike, you've looked at this list. You've seen. Yes. Right. I was you... kind of. Sh- Shocked by ice hockey finishing at second. Well, I was gonna say, Ryan, you have not looked at the list, right? No, I haven't seen the list. Do you want to Do you want to guess what the well, what yeah, the top ranked my, sport? The top ranked sport according to this list. Uh, is it surprising? Um, I, I wouldn't have guessed it, but I think when you hear it, no. But yeah, but, I, I agree with that. Like, it's that I wouldn't have thought of it, but I it absolutely is. But it, it's a. I'll give you this: it is not a team sport. Oh, interesting. That does change. Right. All right. I'm gonna say, and this is probably wrong. But I'm gonna say marathoning. Hmm. That's wrong. That is. Yeah. Wrong. What is it? Boxing. They put. Boxing oh yeah. Number one. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, top five: boxing, ice hockey, football, basketball, wrestling. Yeah, I don't really agree with this. I can't imagine that it's, that it's correct. <laughs> Especially now that, like, UFC is a thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I agree with boxing only because, like, when somebody isn't in peak physical, physical condition, they're like a hilarious sideshow. Yeah. Like, and when you're like, not the most fit man on the planet, it's funny to us. Yeah. Because the sport is so demanding. With boxing, it's like every time you enter, like, you literally could... the the odds of you dying are so much higher than I guess UFC is maybe now about the same but it's like you could literally there must be so much like fear built into the fact that like, <laughs> you could be fucking killed right crazy. I, but, I'm gonna like upset a lot of people with this one but I think baseball which is at number nine is way too fucking high really yeah I think it's. I think outside of hand-eye coordination for hitting a ball, I don't think there's much there. I see. It's so. We a friend of ours who I won't say his name because it's the most insane take in the world was convinced 
that he could hit better than this pitcher Bartolo Colon, that he could have a better batting at because his his average was like oh oh like two six or like something like that, and there's no fucking way that he would have a chance. I think I I feel like that I feel like because that one thing is so hard to do, I feel like that one is almost undervalued. I would put that's, that high because I think it's even a, too, I think it just seems slow. But I think that one should be. I think that one should be higher. I would also say basketball should be lower. I feel like there's a path to be a professional basketball player that is easier, as long as you're the right size. You know what I mean? If you're a tall guy and you can like rebound and you're in okay shape, I feel like you got a good chance. You could be in the. In Interesting. That, you're saying in someone who's fit the fits the dimensions of what the league requires has an easier path to the NBA than the MLB. Yeah, I'll agree yeah, with that. But when sometimes I see a basketball player do something and I say, well, that's never going to fuck it. I'll, I can never fucking do that. That's the most <laughs> insane thing I've ever seen. But very rarely do I watch a baseball player and say, I, I couldn't get lucky and do that. And maybe I'm the, totally wrong. Like, this I think is obviously totally the wrong. eye playing a <laughs> trick on me. I think you are totally wrong, too, just because, like, it looks... Like, all it takes is going to the batting cage and getting an 80-mile-per-hour ball thrown at you to realize, like, oh, I will throw my back out before I make contact with, like, a 96-mile-an-hour ball. When yeah. when I do go to one of those batting cages that has balls that come out at 80, 90 miles per hour, I'm like, nah. I just, like, and they can't even, like, they can't even, they're incredibly accurate. Like, they're not going to be me, and I'm still like, nope, don't like how this feels at all. Oh, terrifying. Yeah, I'd shoot me with a gun before I take one of these balls. It sounds terrible. <laughs> also, in my experience, when I do make contact and then my hands are fucking ringing as <laughs> my reward, I'm like, God damn it. Uh, but baseball for me, the issue with it is there aren't a ton of sports where you can be, where you can have a big lipper in and be just ripping tobacco <laughs> and still that fine. That is true. Like, that if you true. did that playing basketball, you'd vomit, you'd throw yeah. up. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe the problem here is endurance is weighted the same as everything else, and I think endurance is such a massive amount, part of like being athletic. Mm. Mm. You know how they talk? Pilots talk about the job being ninety nine percent boredom and one percent sheer panic. Mm. I think that <laughs> they I say that. I've not heard that. I've like heard that. that as a saying. I think it's attributed <laughs> to like uh, being a pilot, and I think that's what I think of with baseball, where I'm like, if you're stepping into the plate. Like, every other part you're sitting in the dugout, you got your little snacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you can eat while you play, it's, it's, it's not as serious to me. But then you say football, and, like, Marshawn Lynch used to eat Skittles. Mark Sanchez once had somebody throw him a hot dog down, and he ate a hot dog in the middle of a game. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's not a perfect way to measure these things. Yeah, I do, I do feel like the, the physical combat ones... Get at least for my money, get a boost just because it's like, but I and I'm sure also part of it is I can't imagine submitting yourself to that to be like my thing is gonna go like fight. It just seems like there's so much. Right. I feel like you just must be thinking about it like constantly in a way that there isn't like the fun routine of like you know basketball. It's like you're shooting hoops. You know what I mean? Like you're playing basketball, but it's like you're doing martial arts. It's like I'm going to like fight a guy. Like it just seems so horrible. Yeah. yeah, they they failed to give a category for man shit, <laughs> and boxing would be a would be a ten, and go yeah. up even higher. The most the most that would make me shit if I had to do that sport 
leading up to it. But that is funny too. So it's like at the bottom we got fishing, billiards, billiards is is fifty nine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that feels right. But we, above billiards is shooting, like shooting a gun is harder than billiards. I know, and like archery. Which of these out of these sixty? Which do you see the clearest path to to being a professional athlete for? Uh, I think I can get the most reps in uh, in billiards. It would take so much time, but I could see me getting good at that easiest. Yeah, because it feels like if you were really committed, it's like I could remove all the furniture from my apartment and put in a pool table. <laughs> I love that that's the first step. I need to get rid of everything that I own. I could no have I could have the full like setup in my house and like just constantly like YouTube videos are playing of like the best shots. Just like I'm watching the hustler on repeat and I'm just like constantly <laughs> sleeping under the table and just living the lifestyle. No I'm, furniture. I'm kinda surprised that golf comes in so low. Yeah, and I am too. I think 51. somewhere around fifty, yeah. yeah. Uh because Anybody knows, like, when you first pick up a golf club and try to swing it, it it's impossible. Like, your but first I swing try... Say, I will say, every argument that you listed for baseball, I think, goes maybe ten times heavier for towards golf. Because there's absolutely no, like... There, there's a certain physical aspect, but I feel like of anything on the list, this would be in the top five for most out of shape you could be and sure. still be effective. Fine, put baseball at 50 and golf at 51. <laughs> That's good. It's interesting because I think the, what makes golf difficult is mental stuff. Like, it's interesting that's not, like, a category Yeah, for how this. do they, I, I guess they don't really account nerve. They always, but that's just fear, durability. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they, analytic aptitude, I guess, is the closest it gets. But, uh, yeah, there yeah. is something to, like, because I think that's the same thing with baseball, too, just, like, mental being able to combat mental like attrition of just like yes if you're fucking up time and time again like the ability to like bounce back from that or not let and it that to you and that would make golf skyrocket right yeah yes do you guys have yeah. any that uh you think should be in the top five top ten that are not i think it's interesting that football is three and rugby is like 13 or something because oh, to yeah. me, rugby is just nonstop football. Like, yeah, it's also it's funny with football because it's like there's such a range of positions and like things you have to do for that that it's just like, uh, I don't know, the analytic aptitude I feel like for a lineman is different than for like a quarterback kind of thing. Oh, totally. So there's such a range in there. But yeah, uh, definitely steer wrestling. It's a surprise that steer wrestling comes in at 15. Very high. Is that, that different one. than bull riding? What is that? I guess that is bull riding. They call it rodeo steer riding, so that's what it okay. must be. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, steer wrestling comes up really high, and I, I think it deserves it. It's just something you never think of. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I mean, honestly, skateboarding I could see it being a lot higher. That's at 37. Yeah. And I feel like that has a lot of these aspects that, like, make it very challenging yeah and it really shows that this list was made by guys in their 60s yeah it really does i'm almost surprised Uh, i guess this is a lot of sports though because i was gonna say like 
even the table tennis is like a part of this but I was like 60 sports is a lot of sports that like everyone knows about so I'm like I guess it should be on there team handball is 26 I have no I've never even seen that oh no I have seen that that's the Olympics one yeah where because for me I haven't seen this list to me a top 10 would be water polo is that even on there it is i think it's 10 or it's 11. Uh, yeah it, it's way up there 11. one yeah. of those ones you don't think about but yeah those yeah. boys got to be in shape that's crazy one that i i can't wrap my head around is speed skating is at 18 and then rollerblading is a roller skating is at like 50 or like 53 something Interesting. like that Interesting. Because, and also, is roller skating a sport? I was just going to say, I've never... I've never seen, like, at the Olympics. Yeah, is that, like, racing? or Because it, it wouldn't mean roller ball, right? Like, that would be something totally different. No, and it's not, or like, derby, speed roller skating. It's just, like, the act of roller skating. If we're going to do that, <laughs> put brunch on there. <laughs> just something you do. Brunch. 61. Uh, brunch. Brunch. Number 60 is couples skate. <laughs> You know what it's it reminds also like, me of? It's that meme that's like, uh, uh, all the, you get to pick two of these animals to fight for you, and all the others are coming to fight yeah. them, or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot like that, where it's just like, yeah. it's really fun to complain over, and it's total nonsense. Um, but it's fun. It had to have been electric, the group of guys in the room together cooking this list up. Like, yeah. what a oh fun afternoon. God. It's so yeah, funny, it's too, just... the numbers are like, analytics for gymnastics is ranked 4.13. It's like they're just taking <laughs> these insane averages. Just people. means nothing. It's like 12 angry men in there just <laughs> yeah. them screaming over each other. Oh, we should talk about uh, the president of CBS Sports telling Tony Romo he needs to calm oh, yeah. it down. I have not heard this. I just saw this in a graphic, and it just says, CBS Sports president Sean McManus says he's told Tony Romo to, quote, calm down a little bit. <laughs> I feel like it's what we were all looking for, just for him to just, like, bring it back just a little bit. Uh, Yeah, and I'm in the minority here where I think Tony Romo shouldn't change a thing. Like, I don't mind his excitement at all. And I think, like, he has something to say, so say it. Mm. But I understand why he can be annoying. Yeah. What would you say your biggest beef with Tony Romo is? His outfits, his dressing. <laughs> he should dress weirder. He should dress weirder. <laughs> no. Yeah, I guess... You know, I take it back. I have no problems with Tony Romo. I think, yeah, I really don't mind him. I just think it's hilarious that... Uh, yeah, that's just a great note. Calm down a little bit. Just calm down. It's a, just a little it, bit. If I were to receive that, like, note socially, like, if I was really excited, like, I think back to the past in my early 20s environments where people are like, you are being so loud right now, and how <laughs> how I still remember it, and just being, like, humiliated, like, oh, my God. Would people I'm being, say that to you? I'm specifically thinking of when I worked at Mashable, they had us cover, like, the Emmys or whatever, and I was an intern, and maybe I had headphones on, but I was, like, saying to, like, my superior, like... Uh, the Giphy is not working. It's like, you are being so loud right now. <laughs> <laughs> there is something so funny about the disc, like the inability to like control your volume when you have headphones on, something's playing loudly, and you're just screaming outside. <laughs> 
so funny. <laughs> God, I've had the impulse to want to say that to people because it's hard when people are just like screaming, just like you're being. But you, yeah, it's it's tough to say. Yeah, it's tough because it often is something you have to communicate to someone with little self awareness, and sometimes. <laughs> Such is the case of me when I am not being self-aware. I then get extremely sensitive about the fact that I was being insane. The gift uh, is not working. <laughs> Have you guys been to Public House on Hyperion? Do you guys remember that place? I don't think it's open yeah. anymore. Maybe it is. Um, a place with like really high ceilings and is kind of loud generally. I was there with a friend once, and we were just talking at like one of the booths on the first floor, and. A woman sitting in the booth behind us turned around to my friend and said, excuse me, I just wanted to tell you, you are the loudest, most annoying person I've ever listened to. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> she said it so calmly and then turned back around. And it was she didn't ask him to stop. She just was like, I thought you should know. Whoa. She did not leave? She was just like... No, no. And then she just kept, so she just kept eating. Oh my Holy God. shit! Did this change this person like demeanor for the rest of the day, or they were let it roll off? I watched him die in that. Oh, I would too. It I would die. Really affected him, like it, because there's no response to it. It's just here's my opinion of you. She didn't tell him to stop. She didn't say anything. It was just like, you are the most annoying person I've ever <laughs> oh encountered, and I'm only going by your voice. <laughs> yeah, and oh, it was just. Man. It became so awkward, and we never recovered. The night was ruined. That is a type of person I don't think I've ever met before. That is a rare breed. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, so yeah. crazy. To say that, like, in that demeanor, and then not leave. Yeah, she's like the... Like, you have to be like George Clooney and up in the air, where you're just, like, <laughs> so comfortable with confrontation and, like, firing people to their face that you're cool with that behavior. Was she talking I, to someone also? Or just by yeah, herself? There were, no, there were, like, four people in her booth, and then it was just the two of us. And they were also making noise, but apparently this person That's that so I was funny. with was so loud, she it's felt like she needed too, to say that. Because she definitely, like, they all definitely talked about that. We're like, yeah, you should say something. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. You're the closest. You have to say something to these guys. That's yeah. so wild. Damn. I can only... Like, Sorry, go ahead. They were like, can somebody ask him to quiet down? And she's like, no, but I will say something. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I had a near-death experience could I access that personality. <laughs> yeah. For, it's like, it's all borrowed time. It doesn't yes, matter. Exactly. <laughs> I, I can be whatever I want now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but back to Romo. Uh, I do think, like, the big complaint that I think people have is he's obsessed with a couple quarterbacks. And he always gets to call their games. So if you have to be on the other side of that, it's miserable. Nothing your team does matters. It's just yeah. this guy did something right or he did something wrong. You guys were inconsequentials. And if you're watching that and you're on the other side of that, I think that can be very frustrating. I'm also realizing in myself, like, to me, the solution is, like, don't watch as much football. <laughs> like, I think maybe the amount of football I watch, I'm like... Whenever the announcers are annoying to me, I'm like, hey, that's kind of annoying. But I don't watch it frequently enough for it to really get under my skin. So this sounds callous, but I'm just like, hey, stop watching them. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right. Uh, yeah, you're totally right. Or you better be close with the CBS sports president and put in a word with them. I, yeah. What's weird about that is he, he gave him the note and then told us publicly that he gave him the note. 
like giving the note is one thing, but right. then yeah. going on, uh, being at this conference and telling everybody you told Tony Romo has to calm down is crazy. There's no diplomacy that's, there. He's chasing clout is what he's doing. And that's what he's doing. <laughs> and it's risky. It's a slippery slope. It's the end of Rome <laughs> so when you start slippery. doing stuff like that. Robo's going to Peacock next year. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. We got to talk about it. The, <laughs> the non-sports story that's too important to not talk about. Oh, man. I, every once in a while, listener, there comes along a story where, regardless of if it's sports-related or not, it simply must be discussed. And that story this time, if you are not aware of it, is in Scotland. There was a Willy Wonka uh, experience. Um, there was a website that, if you were to go on it, uh, advertises using a lot of AI art this fantastic experience that you pay whatever 45 bucks uh, ahead to go to this warehouse and experience <laughs> a Willy Wonka adventure and I can't express to you <laughs> there is uh, you got to look up the video you got to look up pictures I would describe this as a empty warehouse mm-hmm. with several party city like banners taped to walls um, <laughs> there this, was, were act- this was this cost almost fifty dollars a person to get into this. Yes. By the way, so yeah, crazy. The people that went got so upset, someone called the police. <laughs> I think they were just like, "This can't stand. The police need to be involved. <laughs> this has to be illegal in some way." There's <laughs> there's a video of I think Willy Wonka or an actor being Willy Wonka taking the kids on a tour. <laughs> And, like, this shoddy, like, imagine a haunted house, like, at Universal Halloween Horror Nights, but it's fully lit. And they're navigating, like, these corridors, and they're like, oh, no, who's this? And behind, like, a mirror, a rectangular mirror, comes out, like, a guy in a mask that is not related at all to Willy Wonka. <laughs> I, I read that the Oompa Loompas uh, got their costumes sent to them and they were the cheapest wigs off Amazon <laughs> and it was just the Amazon packages delivered to their house. <laughs> oh, man. And is this uh, picture that you sent that each child is given lemonade and <laughs> jelly beans? That's all. It's just a yeah. folding table with like Mountain Dew cans clearly visible <laughs> underneath. As <laughs> each child... Was given a quarter a cup of lemonade and one or two jelly beans. <laughs> one or two. At that point, like, why are you even trying to entertain children if, like, what you are offering them is a quarter of a cup of lemonade and two jelly beans? Like, you do not have the resources to put on an event. Have you seen, like, what the genesis of this was or any explanation or anything? Well, have, have you guys seen the name of the company that put this on? No. I put oh, I this- did. I put this fully on anybody who bought a ticket because you cannot <laughs> buy a ticket from a company called House of Illuminati. <laughs> That's so crazy. Oh, man. It, it really feels like a funny, like, early dangers of AI thing where it's just like you yes. can make an awesome poster in 10 seconds and then just the shittiest fucking event. Okay, yeah, wait, I need funny. to pull up the website, too, because it uses a ton of AI art, um, but all the copy is AI, too, so that it's riddled with uh, misspellings. I guess you got to read, like, but So this is a company that they, like, do events? There's some sort of regularity to this? We don't really know, but what we do know is they have no rights to anything Willy Wonka related. Mm. And the event is called Willy's Chocolate Experience. Uh, 
<laughs> such a horrible name. Another so, thing that the New York Times article notes is that there was no chocolate at the event. That is so funny. <laughs> On their website, in the banner image, Willie Chocolate is misspelled. Chocolate is C-H-O-C-L-A-T-E. <laughs> and in this AI image of like promoting it, at the bottom it says, instead of captivating, cat-ga-cating. Uh, and instead of a, a paradise of... <laughs> Sweet treats, it says, a pasadise of sweet teats. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know how, like, AI can't, like, recognize words, kind yeah. of? It seems like they had the AI just, like, also do the words. Because yes. that's, how does that pass anybody's eye oh, for something man. to be so misspelled? Yeah, it really is, like, you wonder what their intent was, but then also... Yeah, there comes a point where you have to be responsible for your choices and your actions. And if you <laughs> see that yeah. on a poster and you're like, I got to take my kid to this. It's fucking... And I think this is ultimately good. I think it's a learning lesson. I think it's like these kids go to this now and they never buy a ticket to Firefest. <laughs> yes, I was just thinking it's like this is the Firefest of regional movie themed yeah, but now you don't have to be like trapped on an, a deserted island. Right. You, yeah. get, you get to just drive two hours with your dad to this warehouse and be like, see, this is what scamming is. You know what we got to do? We got to make t shirts that's like, I went to the Willie's chocolate experience and didn't get any chocolate, and all I got was this t shirt shirts or something like that. Yes. And it's incredibly misspelled. Yeah. Yes, two jelly beans are in the pocket. <laughs> it's time for us to monetize off of uh, gimmicky uh, AI art made graphic tees that we can sell <laughs> for some other horrible event. Completely sell our soul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is funny to think about, like, in terms of providing entertainment, this and Fire Festival, at the, like, uh, what's the word? behest maybe like by 30 people getting fucked over millions have been brought joy isn't that so funny yeah that it's like it so far like out exceeded its expectations for impact by being yes. a horrible experience yes like madam web potentially and maybe <laughs> maybe cultivating experiences like this is a future for Bronny james Bronny, get in there dress up as willie I got a question for you guys. This facility, where does it rank among the NFL facilities? If wow. we had to give it a grade. There are, there are no roaches. Right. No roaches. It's better than Tampa. It's got to be better than the Commanders. There is a place for uh, families and for kids. So Tons of places. It's at least family. better than 12 uh, people. Also, I would put the nutritionist yeah. low. The, the, yeah. options, the options yeah. are not great. Yeah, it would have to be lower than an F minus. But I don't know. <laughs> PP and J is a B minus. This might be enough. Do you also feel like if they lowered the price to, because $45 is a lot. That's just it is. crazy. But if you lowered that to $20 and started promoting it as like the, you know, quoting the New York Times pieces and stuff, it feels like the kind of thing that would like do really well. Wait, what do you yeah. mean? Like if they just rebranded this experience as like, come see the horrible Willie's Chocolate Factory, like oh, as showed, made it like a like a gimmick like bit, like now you can go see this horrible place, <laughs> like you can have a quarter cup of lemonade and like two jelly beans. It was yeah, like yeah, fifteen dollars, yeah. you could get a lot of people to go do that. <laughs> I feel I like it, this yeah. warehouse is like big enough to where 
you could probably fit like 1200 people in it yeah if if you sold ten dollar tickets to the worst party ever and you build it as that and you put like a small bose speaker in the middle of the room and anybody could just take the aux cord if they wanted to (laughs) and that was just the party it would sell out immediately and your overhead is nothing we should totally fucking do that we should do make the worst party ever put it on eventbrite and just be like it's gonna be a bad time it's gonna be horrible it's gonna suck it's gonna gonna be like five sodas you can't bring anything it's gonna be terrible I used to do that. It's like a, uh, it's like a thing. Be like, how much, how much would you pay? I have, I have in my possession a verified jar of Abraham Lincoln's farts. Like his <laughs> farts from his ass are in this jar. How much would you pay for it? How much money uh, would you give for it? Because it's not nothing, you know. It's just a matter of finding what people's number would be. It's verified, right? I'm not getting scammed. These aren't your. It's 100 percent. Like it's, yeah. It's it's verified for sure. Uh. To me, it's like now I have to keep a jar in my house that I can't open. You can and open it's it. It's just gonna you can take up it. space. You and could then have, they're gonna get out. Yeah, well, that's that's that would be your choice. Yeah, you could have the party <laughs> and be like, "We're I'm selling tickets to the party where we're opening the fart jar of Abraham Lincoln's fart." <laughs> Dude, when I'm moving apartments, I drop the jar and fucking <laughs> crash it. God damn it! They're getting on the ground, sniffing as hard as you can. <laughs> Uh, I would say I'd probably spend five thousand dollars on a, a jar of Abraham Lincoln's farts. See, that's, yeah, yeah, because there is a money-making opportunity there. Yes, there yeah. is a way to, yeah, to to do good stuff with it. Really good stuff. I don't want to meet the buyer when I'm selling it to them, though. I'll leave it on like a doorstep and be like, "Just Venmo me the, the cash, man." I don't want to meet you. Oh, that's when you're reselling it. You bought it and are reselling it again. Yeah, I'm reselling it at a huge markup, hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be like, uh, "I'm good right now, but you hang on to it for me." <laughs> <laughs> What's your number, Trevor? Oh, hmm. I don't know. I, I honestly would, I would have said like 150 bucks or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're right. Now thinking about it, of the investment that it could be. Yeah. Um, you know, the sky's the limit. Yeah. It appreciates and values so quickly. It so appreciates. You could take that thing on. I'm thinking a tour at first. I'm thinking like <laughs> speakers next to it. I think we put it on the Bulls Revenge Tour. <laughs> it's like the opening act. You get to walk past the jar of farts. <laughs> Don't fucking touch it. <laughs> uh, well, all right, guys. Please write into our P.O. box. Send us a letter. <laughs> How much would you pay for the farts? Um, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>